Good morning, my confident queens. It's your confidence cheerleader, Kiri, coming at you with another incredible interview from our badass mompreneurs, ready to give their best tips, tricks, and stories to finding and creating the most confident you. Let's get into it. Good morning, Kathy. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for letting me hang out with you today. Yes, absolutely. I appreciate it so much. I was just telling her um, before we started this, just how much I look up to her and all of the amazing things that she does. So I would love for you to just do a quick introduction of who you are, all the amazing things you do, (laughs) um, and just tell us a little bit about you. Okay, well, I am commonly known as Prairie Wife, but my real name is Kathy. Don't tell anyone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and I am what I refer to as a media personality. I kind of invented the term because I feel like it sums up everything I do. I live in Wyoming. I'm 39 years old and I'm a mom of five. And almost eight years ago, I started a blog called prairiewifeandheels.com, where my main goal was just to share the good, the bad the funny of life living in the middle of Wyoming. And at that time I was a stay at home mom and through blogging, I then started doing segments on local TV, which led to segments on radio, which actually led to my own radio show on my country, 95.5. I'm the morning show. It's Drew and Prairie Wife. I have an amazing co-host, which makes it fun to talk back and forth and have a guy where we can disagree about some things and agree about other things. So that's been really fun. And then through all of this, I also travel across the state of Wyoming. And yes, I'm available to travel to any other state if anyone wants me to as a speaker and as an MC. And I like to sum up um, my whole purpose is to offer support to women, wives, mothers, families, because those guys are just as important with keeping everything on the straight and narrow. And um, my goal is to support them in leading a life of grit and grace. I love that so much. And you do it all so well and with such grace. I I couldn't even imagine having five kids and doing everything that you do. But I, I definitely agree that having a good partner is a key to that. For me, it definitely is. <laughs> and do not think we haven't had our moments and time when the balance is thrown off. But especially because in Wyoming, Uh, a lot of husbands travel. So for actually nine years, my husband was gone for five days a week. So for nine years, I did the single mom life. And that really, um, it changed my outlook. I became a lot less judgy, (laughs) just going to be honest. Um, And also I like to joke too, having five kids is a lot, but it didn't happen all at once. It was, you know, every other year we added another one to it. So I had time to grow as a mom and kind of extend my capabilities as well. I love that. That's so awesome. Um, So I guess to just kind of get us started here, you are such a confident person, like online, in person, all of the things. So what does confidence mean to you? So to me, confidence means willing to be your authentic self, no matter what the situation. 
because I think that that's where we all struggle in different roles that we play, whether you're at work or whether you're at home or, you know, you're out to dinner with your husband or your girlfriends. To me, confidence means being authentically who you are, no matter what those other people are putting out there. And that can be a struggle. And I'm not saying I'm always successful at it. Um, and I think along with that, you have to be willing to just be terrible. You know, uh, I often tell the story with me, my before stay at home mom life, I was a first grade teacher. So for me to go and be on radio, <laughs> completely what? out of the blue. <laughs> yeah. So it took me probably five times longer than it should have to do that first show. And then I went home and cried and locked myself in the bedroom because I thought I was so terrible and I kind of was terrible, but I was willing to be terrible and eventually keep on going. And I think that, you know, I've fallen on stage. I've tripped going on steps. I've had people boo me for mispronouncing names. I've had the microphone not work in front of 4,000 people at the Ford Wyoming center. Like you name it, it's happened to me and you just gotta <laughs> work your way <laughs> through it. Little self-depreciating humor and just plug along. And it's amazing. Once you've gone through it, you're just not afraid anymore. Cause you're like, well, I handled that. Sorry, I have cop cars going by on my side. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, I a hundred percent agree. You have to learn to be terrible at something before you can be good at something. And it's through all of those tiny little like failures that we learn to be better at something. We learn something every single time we fail. And it's an opportunity for you to also learn grace and compassion for other people, right? Because yeah. it's really easy to be like, oh, I can do that. And then you do it and you're like, <laughs> like, that's one of the things I was saying to you that I admire so much is all your different pictures and your posts that you put up, because I know the hard work that goes into that. And I think sometimes we get caught in this social media atmosphere of, well, it's easy for her. Well, it's so easy. And we don't see the work that goes behind it because we see the finished product. So anyone that follows prairiewifeandheels.com, I put up the dirty sink. I put up the, yeah, I look super cute every day at the CNFR, but look at this terrible mess of 10 feet thick clothes on the floor of my bedroom oh yeah definitely I I always tell people I just like have a tower of clean laundry that just sits in my living room that you don't necessarily see behind all of the pretty pictures on Instagram but you it's got there. It. When you, yeah when you do that photo shoot and you have three laundry baskets of clothes that are in your truck three days later because you haven't unpacked all of it from it <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely that's great so how would you say that having confidence has impacted your work with modeling events, radio, all of these different things? Um, so I think once again, it just goes to not taking yourself too seriously. Uh, the modeling thing is something that seriously just happened in the last year. I know you've kind of seen the progression and what mm -hmm. it was is a friend just reached out to me and said, Hey, can you help me? And I was like, well, I have no clue what I'm doing, but sure. Once again, that fear of failure okay. and, um, also being willing to take 
criticism and advice and really take it. It's one thing to be like, oh, I handle criticism well. It's another thing to truly handle it well by not only listening and keeping your mouth shut while they're talking to you, but then implementing what they're telling you. And so that's been huge for me in all these new roles. I don't know what I'm doing in radio. I've got to be willing to be quiet and listen to what someone else is saying and how they can help me hone my craft. Um, so that's something that I think I've really, I like to think I've learned how to do that well and have people that you admire, reach out to them, ask them, how did you do this? Hey, can you help me? Everyone started somewhere and most people are willing to help you. And also don't take it personally if they don't, who knows what's going on on their back end, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and so just reach out to people, ask them. And it's amazing, like I said, being willing to fail and listening to constructive criticism. You don't wanna listen to the haters, there's a difference. Listening to constructive criticism from experts in their field will help you to take it to the next level absolutely I think that's such great advice um that's something I've always struggled with is you know taking that constructive criticism but it's definitely something that I have intentionally put work into to get better at what I'm trying to do um, yeah, if you think you know it all know. <laughs> yeah. right if you think you know it all you're never going to improve oh yeah absolutely. and if you do know it all well maybe it's time to find something else to do to challenge you Yes, absolutely. We always talk about challenging yourself and stepping outside of those boxes and everything. And I always tell people it can be even the littlest things like reaching out to somebody that you like see on social media and appreciate what they're doing and want to learn more from. I mean, that's how you and I got in contact. I reached yeah. out to you. <laughs> and I'm so grateful because I watch your feed and I'm like, yes, <laughs> well, it makes me smile that. every time. That's awesome. I, I really, truly appreciate that. So um, a question for you, how do you personally work on like building confidence in yourself like every single day? Um, I have my moments, right? Don't get me yeah. wrong. Um, I have certain things that I know make me feel good about who I am and what I'm doing and certain things that drag me down into that deep, terrible spiral of, is anyone listening? Am I all alone here? Am I really having an impact or is this just ego? Right? Mm -hmm. So for me, as far as business wise and brand wise, I created a mission statement right away um, at the advice of my sister, who's an amazing marketing manager, CEO, big wig who I look up to. She's definitely a mentor. Um, and so anytime I'm doubting what I'm doing or what my focus is, or if I should be doing something, I have that mission statement to go back to. And even if you don't have a brand, if you have a personal statement about who you are, who you want to be, what you want to put into this world, keeping your focus on that can bring you back. And sometimes I use those like deep spiraling moments. I'm sure you've read some of those blog posts where I take those. And once I'm through them, let's use this as a teachable moment. So people know they're not alone. So just having that attitude of just, okay, pushing through, this is just right now, this is not forever. And then knowing healthy things to go to when I am feeling crappy. Sometimes, you know what, I'm going to eat the whole entire bag, family size of Ruffles potato chips while binge watching Jane the Virgin, because that's what I need to make my soul happy and give me energy to push through the rest of a really hard week. And I refuse to feel bad about it. And sometimes it's a run or a hike. Sometimes um, one of my favorite tricks, which 
which is just so silly, but without fail, it works. When I am feeling like I'm not making a difference, when I feel like I'm just like, just, you know, one of those days where you're just like, oh, I feel like a jerk. I'm blah, blah, blah. I will go and I will go to every single social media and I will spend 10 minutes commenting on as many posts as I can with positive, encouraging comments. I love that. And by the end of that, like it's 20 or 30 minutes of me just putting out there positive, 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 and switching my mindset and knowing that just by commenting on someone else's post, I'm helping them out, helping them move up like that alone usually kind of turns my mood around. Plus, like I've had the most random, amazing connections because of it happen. So just finding good things to do when you're feeling bad that are healthy choices. I just, I'm not a big mom needs a glass of wine person. I don't judge those that do, but that's not helpful to me. That's not yeah. one of my go-tos when I'm feeling yucky. It would, it would not be helpful to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I, I think that's so important that you recognize that the energy you put out into the world is the energy that you get back on yourself and so putting that positive energy out there into other people like I know every time you comment something positive on one of my posts like it gives me this little like hey I'm doing okay kind of being and I think both sides of that equation feel it which is great yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important to allow yourself to feel yucky. I call them wallowing days. Sometimes I just have days where I just wallow, where I just embrace the hoodie and the sweatpants and just do it. I don't let myself stick in it too long, but there's nothing wrong. You don't have to always be on point. Yeah, absolutely. I call those my recovery days and my recovery plan. Yeah. Um, and I have like certain things, like you said, where you'll sit down with a bag of chips and just have a wallow day. And then the next day Love you're like muscles. back up in Adam. Um, yeah. And I think it's so important. I think it's great. Yeah. And I think it's okay to let your family and your kids know that too. That's something where I have older kids. My oldest is 15 and the youngest is six. They know when I'm like, I'm having a wallowing day. You want to sit and watch Hallmark movies with me? Cool. But I'm not doing anything and you're going to have peanut butter and jelly for dinner. Like, so, and, and I think it's important for them to see that authenticity of you can't be on point all the time because then they lower those unreasonable expectations for themselves. Absolutely. I, I think that's such a key in like having kids and teaching them confidence and like personal empowerment and stuff is letting them see the bad days and even on your social media too I feel like you're so good at like showing yourself at the highs and showing yourself at the lows too because let's be honest social media can be so unrealistic and it can be so hard on our mental health like as moms as business owners all of these things to think that everybody else has these great perfect lives and that's just not yeah, it's, it is. And it's, it's a hard thing because of course the beautiful pictures taken by professional photographers get the most likes. Right. Yeah. And as a brand person, that's what I do have to realistically look at that. But on the other hand, it goes back to that mission statement. Am I truly offering support to women, wives, and mothers? If I have a perfectly curated feed for some people, it works for me, it doesn't work. There's pictures of me, you know, crying because I talked on, on air about a local gentleman that had passed away in a car wreck. And, mm -hmm. and to me, that was authentic. Now, when I'm in the mode of like yelling at my teenager, I'm not going to take a picture because that's not appropriate. Like that's not yeah. who I am, but you better believe that I will talk about it later. Like it's just, I don't know. We don't do anyone any favors, least of all ourselves. If we pretend everything's perfect, 
because I, from the very beginning, I knew I live in a small town. Wyoming's a small state. I knew there was going to be a time when I went out and about in my sweatpants and screamed at my kid in the middle of Target. And I didn't want to be held to some completely, well, I read your article that said you always count to three and wear makeup when you leave the house. Like, forget about it. Like, I can't do that. I can't maintain that. So from the very beginning, you get what you get, though. Today is a shower makeup day. I will say that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I, I love that. So I guess a question for um, some of the newer people out there who are just kind of getting started in their own like personal growth and confidence journey, what advice, tips, tricks, tools would you give them? It goes back to that. Don't be afraid to fail. Right. And also don't be afraid to start over and change what your goal looks like. Um, I think that if you are trying to be a better person, you're already taking the bigger step, right? If you're trying to improve who you are and what you're putting out there in the world, you've already taken that first step. And I think you need to remember that what works for you, like for me, I used to hate self-help books. I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. I have a friend that was like a devotee and I was like, okay, guess what? Like I cannot live without Brene Brown and my podcast now because that's who I am now. And that's what's helpful. And is it going to be in three years? Maybe, maybe not, but I was willing to be like, you know what? Why not try it? So, and also follow people on social media that make you feel good about yourself. If every time you scroll past someone, whether it's your best friend from ex-best friend from high school or whatever, if you are constantly finding yourself being like, every time you see their stuff, just hide them. If it's someone that you feel like unfollowing them will cause problems socially, because that's a real thing, just hide them. Keep people in your feed, in your real life that energize you, of course not not all the time because relationships are like, let's be real. Sometimes it's not always going to be uplifting to hang out with your friends, but you know, relationships are complicated, but really, especially social media, you have a choice, pick people that fit your vibe and fit who you want to be and where you want to go. And the ones that don't. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Um, I, I switch my feed to more of the people that I want to see and hear from, cause I love what they're saying. I love, you know, body positivity is huge for me. So I've added a lot yep. of people that look like me on my social medias and it helps so much. It's a huge change. Right. And, and to don't be afraid to be like, Ooh, I wasn't being good about that. For example, you know, there's been a lot of political upheaval and controversy. One of the main things that I learned in the ways that I've grown is I realized I was not reading a lot of books and sharing a lot of content written by people of color. So I made it my goal to start consuming more podcasts from people of color and reading a book every single month by a person of color and sharing it with my readers if it was something that I enjoyed. Um, and I, I think that we, once again, you've got to be open to that change you've got to be open to being like wow this is something that I can do better and just what you said reminded me of it because that was something I wasn't doing I wasn't following mm -hmm. a lot of people that looked and lived lives differently from how I grew up and how I'm raising my kids and it's been great for me to be conscious of that and do better yeah and be open to others views and opinions of things I think that's so important we get stuck in this loop of you can only believe things this way and only see people that believe the same things as you. And I think it's so important to have yeah. different views and opinions. Yeah, you can listen. 
you, you can listen to someone, you can acknowledge their feelings and their point of view in a respectful way. That doesn't mean you agree with them. You don't have to agree with them, but you have to acknowledge that's their story and that's yeah. who they are. Yeah. And it's so important to own our stories, but also be willing to grow from those too. Nailed it. Yeah, perfect. Well, thank you so much. I, I think we're just about out of time, but I really appreciate this conversation. And I think it's going to be so helpful to all the women um, that we share this platform with. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. I am here, ready, willing, and able to help cheer on anyone in any way that they need it. It's kind of my jam. Yes, and you're great at it. So anybody, um, is women who are interested in build, building their own businesses, personal development, um, seeing authentic people on social media, go follow The Prairie Wife. Wow, wasn't that an incredible episode? Please don't forget to share this episode to your social media and tag our guests and me at The Confident Mompreneur for your chance monthly to get a $20 Venmo. You can also make sure to leave us a review to help us grow. Love you so much and don't forget to stay confident today.